Welcome back to Season 2 of Today in Adventuring. Our heroes, Raphael and Spage, after defeating the Church of Solon and the evil false god Solon, are making their way back to the Citadel. On their way, they meet a mysterious yet familiar figure. What adventures await? Stay tuned to find out in Today in Adventuring. Welcome back to Today in Adventuring, a homebrew D&D 5e podcast, because that's the one thing the world needs right now, is another D&D podcast. I'm your DM, Will Powers, and after a year and a half, we're back with... Ike Matum, playing Raphael Grenditch. Rich Powers as Shvig Patala. Perfect. Uh, as you guys heard in that intro, we just started off, uh, or, or where we left off was that uh, you guys had just met Theodore at the train station, and uh, right now what's happening is you feel the train car lurch uh, as it begins to move. The first class cabin has clearly been recently refurbished for unknown reasons. Uh, definitely wasn't because there was blood splattered all over the window and, and furniture and anything like that. <clears throat> And uh, Theodore, Theodore is sitting regally uh, across from you, looking at both of you through his round glasses. Uh, he's got a bit of a somber expression on his face, um, but then it kind of changes. Uh, he gets past his his shock that Scondrag's not with you, and he says, um, you know, on behalf of the Union and on uh, behalf of the Eiffelheim government's I would like to sincerely and formally thank you, uh, you two, for for the work that you've done to uh, really help out River Lake. Uh, you know, Lady Maliel uh, wanted to be here to thank you herself, but uh, I promised to fill in and give you her regards. Now, um, apologies, but I don't seem to know who you are. Hey, uh, Theo, man? What's your name? Hey, um, uh, it's, uh, it's Theodore. It's, it's the, the, yeah, Theodore. Theodore? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what, you know what Magic Finger Place is? Cause I want to go see it. Um, Magic Finger Place? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tiramat didn't hold up finger or say, hey, that's where Scandria go. He's, uh, <laughs> don't mind him on Astral Graveyard. Please continue with your monologue. But I would really like to, Hear what happened to Scondrag. It's kind of important. Would you mind Hel- filling me Hel- in Hel-Dor? on the details? I think he went Heldor. Heldor? Yeah. He went to Heldor. Is there, a, do you have like a, a bar cart or anything? Because I could use a shot. <laughs> he just, uh, he, he snaps his fingers twice. And then uh, you hear uh, a knock on the door that's kind of like... And then uh, someone walks in the the cart and he's carrying like a tray of different alcohols. Uh, And, you know, there's like whiskey, tequila, pretty much any hard liquor is right there. So without even looking, I reach back, 
grab the first glass that my hand touches down it and huck it at the wall without even breaking eye contact with Theodore. I catch the glass. The servant like looks at you and he's like, I shall inform the staff that we need to clean this room. I, I'm just so sorry. It's been a monstrous couple of hours. Listen, I lost my best friend. I saw re- he walks out of the room. Oh, but, oh um, well, and I turn back to Theo. Like I said, I saw my <laughs> friend drug to hell. I we I saw reality literally crack apart. I uh, saw spirit. Uh, what? Oh, you want to interrupt me now? Uh, I'm I'll monologuing. Just stop you at uh, reality breaking. Well, if you'd let me finish, I was going to tell you he about it. He wants to talk about magic finger play, so well, you be quiet. I talk. You know, I'm just going to let Spage. You know, actually, Spage does most of our talking and negotiating, anyways. Yeah, we up in tree. Here we go. And uh, the sky fall apart. Buckle up. And all the gods are there, orange and green and red and blue and. And turquoise, I think. Yeah, there's a guy named Roy G there. <laughs> yeah. And, and, uh, and Skandria go away. He's like, he, he's gone. And we're sucked into the floor. And Raphael, very sad. And, and Tyrmidin said, oh, he got a, and he held up finger and finger like fade. And he said, I said, magic finger plates, right? And he, he goes, like hell. Uh, it's, it's, uh, as eloquently as you have, uh, Describe that situation See, I told to me, you, Raphael. Uh, are you saying that he told you that the Hell's Gate is where? Skandrag- oh yeah, gate. It is a Hell Gate. We go to Hell Gate, and Skandrag, we pick him up there. No, no, no. Hold on. Are you telling me? Wait. Do you know anything else about Hell's Gate? Because up until this point, we've been kind of doing this hero thing on our own. And if you're telling me that there's something else you know about it, I. I don't think I could handle that. Do you really think I've given you all the details of what I know? I am the leader of the free world, boy. That was Here, fun. Here's the thing. I, I appreciate rides. the work that you have done. Again, Lady Maeliel has has explained to me that she has been seeing quite a bit of, let's just say, political upheaval in recent history. And uh, Father Ramus was uh, kind of uh, one of the... I don't uh, like that guy. I don't disagree with you that he was lobbying against the policies of the queen that were, let's just say, kinder to people of other races. Um, Now, as far as what you've described to me about what Skandrag uh, had gone through, and he starts to kind of furrow his eyebrows a little bit and then looks up in deep thought and he's like, I, that doesn't sound like what I know of Hell's Gate. And then he reaches into his jacket pocket and he pulls out this little coin purse looking thing. And he kind of puts his hand inside the coin purse. And then he uses his other hand, his left hand to kind of move the coin purse. And then it goes up to his elbow and then all the way up to his shoulder. Oh, that's a fun little party trick. I can do that. And I pull out the tome to the page of the trap door and I put my arm in all the way up to the elbow and then I grab Sullivan. You just hear from the book like, uh, uh why is there a hand? What are you doing to me? Ah, what like, are you doing? Oh, it has been a year and a half. <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, he is paying no mind to, to anything you're doing right now. And he, you just kind of hear him mumbling like through the alphabet and then eventually he's like, Oh, yep, that's it. And then he pulls his hand, starts pulling it out. And in his hand, he's holding uh, a couple of photographs, actually. And uh, he his his. uh, Oh, one sec. Let's see. I accidentally scrolled. 
Must be um, nice to have notes. Right? Um, yeah, after mumbling uh, under his breath, he pulls out a couple photographs here and and he's uh, like, did uh, what happened to you look anything like this? And then he hands you some photographs and the first one you see uh, there's one where there's different parts of a corpse that are kind of suspended in the air uh, mm. and they're coming out of like this spider webbing lines of light. Yeah, that's the toy maker. And then you see the next one and it looks like uh, it almost looks like someone broke a hole into a window. Uh, oh yeah see that's what I was talking about with reality cracking and that's where uh, that's where Skondrag uh, uh, fell through the floor into hell <laughs> and then you look at the third photo and uh, there's another uh, that has this inky black hole uh, in the middle of a lake and the edges of the hole look like jagged broken glass and then in the center of that hole in the lake, you actually see like something really far off the in the distance of that inky blackness that looks kind of like a crystalline tower. No, I've never I've never seen anything like that one before. But the other two look pretty familiar. Ah, I mean, what are you talking about? We've seen that before. No, we haven't seen that. And I like no. step in front of stage. We haven't. No, that thing right there. We, we haven't seen. Oh, okay, we've never seen that. So from what I understand about uh, this is uh, every picture I have there uh, is what the uh, sciencey boys back at the Capitol uh, are calling breaches. Uh, apparently, the fabric of our I wear, I wear reality, <laughs> the fabric of our reality, uh, becomes brittle in places, uh, and then it can get to brittle to the point where it's even broken, uh, and anything around them gets sucked into a place called the astral graveyard. Yeah, Tilma didn't talk about all that stuff. I not understand. It sounds like the same stuff. I don't get. But okay. the astral graveyard and all the stuff. It's not. I don't want to go there. But if Skondrag there, let's go. Um, so while you're talking, uh, the train actually, you feel it start to slow. Um, I only know one person, actually. Uh, I do know of one man who happened to leave the astral graveyard uh, from one of these places, from one of these breaches. How did he get there? I have no idea. Was it Velwin? Uh, no. Was it Elmo? Was it Tobias? Uh, I believe his name was Royce, and he hands you a a, a fourth picture. Oh. Um. Why don't you have pants do you on take this it? One? <laughs> do you take it? Yeah. Okay. When you look at it, uh, you see a familiar face, although he's much younger in this picture. Uh, but on the ground next to one of those like shattered holes in reality uh, is the commander. Mm. And he has tears rolling down his cheeks and oh. five fresh gashes mar the right side of his face. Um. Well, I don't actually. I mean, I, I did know him uh, a while ago. Um, worked with him a lot, actually, but I haven't seen the man in years. Uh, he disappeared after his uh, after his father was gone, um, and I haven't seen him since. His father never actually came back. From Astro that's okay. Everybody yeah. miss father. <laughs> it's like there's a father party somewhere. How did they go together? What happened? Um, 
I think, yes. He never really talked about it. All I know is that there was a breach and him and his father both ended up in the astral graveyard. Uh, And when he came back, he was never the same. Hey, Raphael, you remember Tirma didn't talk about your father and he called you Orphiel and that made you mad? Yeah, that's funny. That's really funny. Theodore looks right at you. Hilarious. And he's like, what did you say? I he, swear. He called Raphael Orphiel. I swear. Orphiel. Yeah. It was funny. Don't look at me. He was mad. He Don't thought we were me. playing a joke on him. Huh. Um, you hear a knock at the door, and it's... That's a different knock. Come in! Uh, the moment that knock happens, you see, you know, uh, the face on... Theodore's face changes entirely uh, and he's good. like that's good that's not a knock nobody yeah. should be have access to this door i pull my cane out do you absolutely i think okay. i don't have my inventory I, sheet but i do pull my cane out i button the top button of my hawaiian shirt yeah yes <laughs> battle ready i don't want i don't want my hair to get caught up in anything <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I noticed the complete change in Theodore's, like, posture and mannerism, so absolutely. Yeah, I, I pull my cane out and I get it ready. The door very slowly opens, and two figures walk in. Uh, the first one I, like, is... I have my cane, like, pointed at the door. Mm-hmm. The first one uh, walks in and sees you and looks entirely unfazed. Uh, I grab Garth Maul. Darth Maul? No, Garth Maul. Yeah, the first figure walks in, and uh, he is uh, looks like a human man dressed in a very fine suit. Uh, each one of his fingers, each one of his fingers has a gold ring with jewels on it, uh, and his hand is uh, wrapped around a cane that's bedazzled, covered in diamonds. His face is tan, slightly wrinkled, and his left eye has this orangish gold. Uh, eye with a cat-like pupil. And then his right eye is a stunning blue with a normal pupil. The figure behind him is a hulking giant. His skin tone is similar to that of Toa, and he has tattoos that remind you of Toa as well. Uh, He's wearing a nice black suit and tie. Well, well, well. Long time no see, Theodore. And you... I've been waiting so very long to meet you, Mr. Randy. Uh, um, are uh, we, hi. Are, are we cops? Uh, and I lean over to Theodore. Uh, do we blast him? Theodore, like, very carefully moves his cane over to you. And just you see him shake his head. All right, all right. Parlay, parlay. Okay. Uh, then he looks over at Sphage and he's like, hmm, that's odd. I Hi, Ice Fig. He does that. I guess I do know you now. Okay. I'm disappointed, though. Oh, no. And he turns around and he looks at uh, the giant and he's like, Melahem, you told me that uh, we would find Johan here. Where is he? Oh, Johan cop, too. <laughs> he turns around and looks at you and he's like, Johan's a cop now, is he? Yeah, he didn't. Well, he's not here. Uh, he's not. He's not a cop. It's a little prank we play in town. 
Oh, then yeah. please do tell me where is Johan, if you happen to know. Well, he not here. He never here. <coughs> I think he at co- he's, co- he's, he's at coffee shop. Yeah, he's at the coffee shop. That's the last time we see him. That is... Really? You see him at Aspen's? Yep, that was last time. Right next to my casino. Yeah, yeah. He talk, <laughs> he talk about casino all the time. Hey, and I like, I take my cane and I like hit Spade like in the foot. I like put it on Spade. Hey, stop. Why do you hit me with stop cane talking. on foot? Stop talking. Stop talking. Okay. Stop talking. Oh, then talking. Uh, he looks back at uh, the guy behind him and he's like, do you see Johan here? And the guy's like, um, no, Mr. Votali, it, uh, it looks like he isn't here. And he's like, I didn't ask you if I was blind. I can see he isn't here. I asked you where the hell Johan is. And then you just see him pick up his cane with the diamond studs. And he just starts bashing the guy in the head behind him. The first blow just caves in the guy's skull. But that doesn't stop him. He just goes another blow. Another one, another one, another one. And then he takes the cane and he jabs it into the guy's throat. So he's propped up against the wall. And you see him click the top of hey, the cane. Hey, you stop that. And, just, and I like, and I just like slowly put Spade's hand <laughs> You down. stop that. No, it's fine. It's just, it's Don't fine. hurt him. Oh, God. And the cane is stuck in place. And then he turns back around and he like slowly adjusts his suit. I'm so very sorry you had to see that. I don't it's so like, hard to find good help these days. I don't like when people hurt people. Now, Mr. Svage, you were telling no, me <laughs> where Johan is. Like I say, and I saw him. Huge, just looking at Spade. I saw him, and then we tell the the person in the front. And I mouth. Johan? And he say, Johan, and we were at coffee shop. Johan never come out again. And that's it. Hmm. Coffee shop. Now, is that right, Raphael? I mean, Randy. Uh, <laughs> that's that's about all I can remember. Uh, you, uh, space Feather said it pretty good. Said, said pretty good. Because uh, I have the, some uh, recordings from my casino. No. Of uh, you being pretty chummy with the... Uh, Skanja, I mean, Johan. Okay, we all know each other's fake names. Look at us. Uh, I'm so sorry. Please don't do that to me. He takes a step toward you. Okay, yeah. No, that's fine. I get it. That's cool. And uh, he takes another step. And you notice, like, Theodore's not moving. Like, he's sitting there, not engaging with this. And uh, he's going to lean right up next to your ear. And he's going to whisper in your ear real quick. Now, Raphael, I came here because I was looking for Johan, but I have no issue with you. You have done nothing to wrong me. You seem like a reasonable fellow. Thanks. I just want you to deliver a message for me, okay? To who? To Skondrag next time you see him. Okay. Tell him that someone that he loves... Is um dying to see him. And then you feel him slip something into your hand. Oh thank you. 
And he walks back up to the door and he unclicks his cane and the the dead body falls to the floor. And he just puts it on the ground and turns back around. Do you open up what he uh, put in your hand? Uh, Not yet. Not yet? So is the guy gone? No, he's still standing in the front there. Actually, I like, I don't open it up. I just like turn my hand over and without moving like it up to my face or anything, I just kind of like look down and slowly open my hand. Okay. You see a cloth uh, and part of the cloth, there's blood on it. What color is the cloth? Cloth is like a bluish color. Okay. Okay. Um, and at this point, uh, that's where you. Uh, I just want you to roll perception check real quick. Uh, eighteen. Oh, okay. Uh, you notice that, uh, like, as you're having this conversation with uh, Taggart Vitali, uh, you notice that Theodore on his leg has been tapping his leg in a very specific, like. Like nervously or like rhythmically? Rhythmically. Like, would Raphael know Morse code? Uh, you're a th- you're I, a rogue, abs- so I feel like. I mean, yeah, I would think so. I think we'd have to communicate like to towns and stuff. Eighteen, I feel like you you would understand. Um, would this so, have been useful before I was talking? Correct. No, this is like happening okay. like near the end here. Okay. Uh, and like as you're you're still looking at Vitali, but kind of paying attention to the tapping you start getting the message that that Theodore is putting in there and it says wait, wait wait and then you read Kaelte and then go and um, out of the corner of the room there's a little wisp of shadows and then directly in front of Vitali you see a little gnome uh, appear uh, and he's wearing a ring on his finger and he takes uh, a black blade and jumps up and just cuts Vitali's throat and then you watch as Theodore stands up and lifts up his cane and points it directly at Vitali's head and then there's a deafening blast sound and as you look back at Vitali like there's a hole directly in the center of his forehead and there's blood splattered on the wall behind him. And then Theodore looks at the both of you and he's like, that's not going to hold him there for long. We need to get moving now. Wait, did you just kill him? I uh, promise you he is not dead. Oh, Lord. Okay. You want me hit with my bracelet? Uh, it's not going to do any good. Let's go. Oh, let's go. I'm out. He's scary. Um, so he runs out of the room and the gnome is also running alongside him there. Uh, and he takes you up to the, the front of the train, uh, where hey, what's, that? Guy, what's the front of the train cute. called? Yeah, the caboose. No, that's the back of the, the train. Can, the engine. Is that what it's called? The yes. engine? Okay. Yeah. He goes up to the engine. Drives the train. From that's the engine true. Car? Is it the engine car? The engineer. It's the engine. Okay, cool. Um, he runs up. You, all three of you run up to that, that cart. And uh, he once again pulls out his cane and then you see him like moving different parts of the cane, kind of like a puzzle. Uh, and then he points it down at the the connector between the two cars. Uh, and you see this kind of liquid spray onto uh, the connecting parts. Is ice spray? Um, and it, you hear a sizzling sound. Oh, as that's the, an Elmo gravy. That's not his gravy. <laughs> 
That you is, as soon as you, that is Elmo Grady. You also don't know who Elmo is. I know as soon as you said, oh, I was like, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a sizzling sound as, as the, the carts start to actually break apart. Uh, and all of the passenger carts start falling away as the engine starts pulling away much faster in front of them. And now you're left on uh, this train car with Theodore, which is hurtling toward Central Union's headquarters. Well, <laughs> that was eventful. Um, so you're telling me we slit his throat, and I'm going to use we as a collective term. We slit his throat and blew a hole in his brain, and he's not dead? Um, I have had more than one interaction with that man. And I have done far more than that (laughs) to try and kill him. And it has not done, as you can see, anything. Now, what were you doing? We, he was all alone. Like we, we could have got him getting the whole one, two punch. You know, I had my cane. You got your canes. Phage has got a hammer. Now, I don't know about you, but I had no interest in dying in that car. Well, sometimes you don't have a choice. I mean, I was fine dying in there. I, I frankly don't have anything. I mean, I I might I might have wanted to die in that car. So at this point, uh, I would say the train is just kind of on its way. And it's going to show up in in uh, Central Union uh, for your connecting to head back to uh, Theodore's Bridge. Do you have anything that you want to talk about with Theodore at this point on the way? Do you have anything you want to do in this engine cart? So, I mean, hypothetically, if you could meet this tiny boy in this picture with the scars on his face again, what would you do with that? What What are you expecting me to do about that, frankly? Um... I don't really know. I mean, he might Join the have some insight on how you could get your friend back. Maybe. <sighs> Little crying boy with scars? Yes. That guy know where Skondrag is? Well, he's been to the same place that I think Skondrag is now. Let's go get Guy. Well, we, don't, we know who he is. What? It's a commander. I, he doesn't know who I is. see <laughs> commander in Little Box. That guy? That guy. That's a guy. I don't like that or, guy. Well, he's okay. Yeah, he yell at me. Yeah, well, he's just he's um, tough, tough parenting. Tough you, parenting. You know him? No. In, in the box. What box? Oh, we have a uh, showy box. <laughs> yeah, you have a box, right? No, it's it's a. <sighs> oh, he that guy yell at Raphael all time in box. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. He's great. You heard him talking about the You say that, shop. Commander. No. You heard him talking about the coffee shop. You know what happened to Scondrags. Clearly, there's something wrong with Spage. <laughs> okay. I may have forgot. I got... I lift up my hair. I got bump on head. Sometimes yeah. I forget things. Yeah, he's got a bump on his head. Well, it's not really bump. It's like... I don't know what to call it. Redemption? It's like a reverse bump. Do you no. like Vitali? Did you? Did we, was, we'll talk about it in the post show. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's a good. That's a. I've been excited to introduce him. Um. So is that hole gonna like meld back? You have a divot. Kind of like no, a divot on. I mean, like that'd be. Well, like it's kind of square shaped. A divot. 
don't know. Okay. It's a, it's, <clears throat> it's like oh, a So swage. we're jumping back into talking. Are we still with the commander? Do you want to uh, continue talking with Theodore? Or do you want to move on from that? Do you have more questions for Theodore? I'm fine with, I mean, hey, you got plenty Raphael. of time to talk to him. Yeah. You want to go, you want, yeah. <laughs> you want to do the train scene again where I go touch the glass? <laughs> <laughs> Get blood all over it. Uh, I. Uh, you know what would be fun? What? If we had Skondrag's wand and we could oh, m- oh? see what happened. And just cast it. I love it. Yeah, it was a good time. The whale and it fall down and killed Tia. I hate Tia. And she was like <laughs> a goopy girl and, and the whale killed her. And it was fun. Very goopy girl. Uh, do you have do you have one does that? Me? No, I don't have a one. You know, I don't. I actually, I have no idea. I don't know what I have. Uh, Theodore. I I, so what's the plan? Is he going to be coming after us, or are we? What's the? Yeah, you have to roll to open that, Rich. Um, that's a thing. I I would always advise anyone that uh, avoiding Lemon. his attention is already the best thing you can do. But uh, if you already have his attention. Avoiding him in general is is uh, probably your best option. Okay, well, so so we're going to go on a long, hard quest. It's probably going to take us months and months and months to try to find this mysterious childlike figure in this picture. And if we do, for the uh, for some for some reason, manage to find this guy, I don't think it'll ever happen. Because how are we supposed to track down a picture? If we do, like, do you want do you want to talk to him? Maybe like reconnect, build bridges. I mean, that would be great, honestly, but uh, I don't know if he'd want to talk to me. Well, I guess if push comes to shove, we can uh, we can we can bring it up and we can bring it up and see what happens. But uh, Spade, you got, you got anything else for, for Theo? Hey, is Yunhoff OK? He's in back of train. He likes train, though. Rescue mission to get him from from freaking. Forgot about the damn horse. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great question, Mister. Unhook the train. Um, I did not realize that you had a horse with you, sir. I'm so sorry. Oh, you you make the gravy make my horse go away. The gravy, the gravy. Okay. Um, I will have my people. Take care to make sure that your horse gets to your destination. Yeah, okay? I, I'm kind of scared. <laughs> I, I understand your fear. I will make sure that my people take the best care of your horse that they can. That's assuming Taggart didn't kill the horse. Um, that Why? doesn't sound like Why something would Taggart ki- would do. All right. Oh man, I'm scared. Well, all right. Well, uh, Spade, you got anything else besides that revelation? <laughs> that was a good one. You got any more of those? That's great content. I forgot about the horse. <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Well, okay. So uh, the the you know the engine of this this train actually gets to Central Union much faster than when you originally left, uh, just because it's not pulling the weight of the rest of the train this time around. Uh, and when you arrive um, right away, there's like. I don't want to say like an army of people, but there's a lot of people that show up in uh, official uniforms. They all run up to to Theodore to make sure he's okay. 
he somehow slipped out of his security team again, um, which is kind of something that you just pick up from their conversation of like, this is not the first time he's just gone off on his own uh, and not told his people where he was going. Um, and obviously paid for uh, by uh, Theodore, you have your train going to your next location. This time he uses different names, uh, whatever you want to choose. So what's your new alias? Steven. Steven and Arnold. Arnold. Okay. Uh, so Steven and Arnold, uh, you have your uh, free tickets to the next situation. Is there anything you guys want to talk about on that train ride? Anything you want to do before you show up at the next stop? <laughs> No, I don't think him and I talking on a train by ourselves is a good plan. <laughs> that is not the not the content you're looking for. <laughs> do, do they have a chapa we can go to? Um, was, we're gonna lose money if we, yeah, we can't do that. Let's get to the chapa. There it is. Okay, Arnold, please move on. Yep, there it is. Okay, <laughs> you pull up to the station at uh, at the, the the Theodore Port or whatever it's called, uh, and from there you see the uh, car waiting for you that uh, delivered you to um, the Citadel from the Citadel to the train station in the first place. You remember that driver that you just bullied into crying? Yeah, yeah. He picks you up. Hey, hi, Kevin. Man. I'm you know this guy? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, hey, hey man, I'm sorry. I was different back then. I'm changed now. I've seen people sucked into the floor. I watched a dude get shot in the head but apparently still alive. I watched a goop monster take down a whole building. I watched uh I I've seen a lot and I just want to say I'm sorry. And as I do that, I like put my hands out to like go for a hug, but in my uh, one of my hands, I have my cane switched to the little emblem of a guy on it and as kevin comes in for the hug i push the button on the cane and my hologram comes out and i quick jump backwards as he comes in for the hug and he falls through <laughs> and i'm just like standing there watching him fall on the ground like ah, i take that back nerd get us to the citadel yeah it's a quick drive up to the citadel from the station and uh once you get there um you know, it's it's not the grand acceptance back in that you would you would think that you're going to receive after completing the first part of your mission. Um, in fact, it's pretty somber when you walk in the door. Um, what is this place? Oh, yeah. Spage hasn't oh, been here a really awesome place. <laughs> I push him down the shaft. <laughs> so you walk into the tavern then? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, so this is like, this is our hideout. This is uh, this is like our bar. There's nothing more besides this, Fades. Don't worry. Nothing more besides Do this. Do they play games? Oh. Master Raphael, it seems you have returned. Were you successful in your journey? Uh, how'd that guy know you? He's just a he's a friend. He he just pours drinks. Nothing more than that. He doesn't go anywhere besides right there. Nothing. Trust me. Uh, fours. Uh, I could do. Uh, Are you requesting guest access to the Citadel? What? Yeah. Open the hole. We go to Citadel. And I so as you are standing there, the floor beneath you just drops out. <laughs> and I put my hand up to high five fours. You're also falling. What? <laughs> Were you not standing in the middle of the floor? No, I'm not going to stand on the hatch. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You you can high five fours. Yeah, and I high five fours. <laughs> Do you take the elevator down? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. 
Um, and I, I just like saunter down the stairs and I just come to the spot where Spage is just floating, floating there in, in front it. of the fan and be like, and I push him out. <laughs> just like, oh, you just got Steve Buscemi. Yeah, you got Steve Buscemi. Yep. <laughs> uh, that took me a little too long to think of the name there. Yeah. Um, America's sweetheart, Steve Buscemi. Hero, yeah. hero of 9-11. So you walk out of uh, that fan room and the first person that greets you actually is the commander. Uh, and he walks up to you and he's um, he looks at you and you can see on his face that he's not super happy. Um, and he's like, where's Skondrak? Listen, we can talk about it. But I'm way sadder than you are and you don't get to be angry. That's how this works. I'm not angry really because your clenched fists makes me think otherwise <laughs> that's what angry he's very say. much so clenching his fists right now he's like i need a full debrief and then he hey, turns around hey it's good to see you too thanks it's good to be back he turns around and walks back into the the main kind of fountain room there and you can see like people are kind of peeking around the corner to see you there. Uh, and you see Cindy among them. And he just like whips his finger up in the air and they all just kind of scatter off. Um, and as you walk through that room into the war room, there's no analysts in there right now. It's literally just the commander's team and the commander himself uh, in that room. And you see the seats at the table. And one of the seats is the small one. Um, isn't there. Oh, well, that was a bit fast, wasn't it? I mean, he's not gone. He's just not here. That where? Hey, what? Some, where's the chair? And I like walk over to one of the analyst desks and I like drag a chair, like the smallest <laughs> one that I can find. I just like drag it over and I just like set it down in front and be like, you might be upset about it, but he's not gone. We're going to find him. And you don't get to just move his chair because you feel like that would be dramatic. Like, where? what gives you the right? Raphael. What? Do you really think we would just move his chair? Well, then where is it? It the, looks pretty moved to me. The Citadel responds to the Seekers. Uh. And then as he says that, you see that that chair that you just set where Skondriag is at <laughs> lifts up into the air. And I like grab it. <laughs> and there's a no, there's a there's a larger chair. That's the one that's pushing it up, <laughs> which is going to fit Sphage. I like take I, I take the chair that's on top of it and like jump and take it off and set it down next to my chair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he looks at the table and he's like, that's interesting. Now, as I said before, and he flips open his book that he always has with him and turns a few pages and he's like, damn it, we can't lose him yet. Where is Scondriac? Well, this is where it gets a little interesting there, Royce. He introduced his name when he first entered the Citadel. That's not a huge piece of information. Yeah, but I don't use his first name. <laughs> it's dramatic. Yes, Raphael Grandich. So, <laughs> and I like throw a business card at Am him. Am I anywhere yeah. in here? Yeah, you're in here. <laughs> Do me! <laughs> <laughs> what is my name? 
I have no idea. Oh. Wait. And he flips a page and he looks down at the page and looks up at you. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. He doesn't. Do, do the thing. Do the thing. Hi, I Trey. He does that. That's his thing. And then he flips another page and he's like, he looks again. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then he looks at your helmet. Oh. Oh. And he sees kind of the symbols of wrapping around your helmet and what that looks like. And he's like, what was your mother's name? Geta. I do know who you are. Hey, I knew it. He's a magic guy. So this is <laughs> this is where it gets a little interesting. So I was flipping through a scrapbook, looking through pictures, enjoying enjoying the perusal and i came across a picture of boy what i would say probably a small child in the and stop me if this sounds familiar to you at all i came across a picture of a young child i would say maybe between the ages of 12 to 18 hard to tell copy picture uh had five gashes on the side of his face and was pretty sad he and like cr- puts his hand on your mouth and then he looks back at his team and he's like everybody out and all of them start walking out of the room I like you commander you make Raphael be quiet (laughs) that's very nice he he does actually chuckle a little he's like this is the only way you can and then he lets go of your mouth and like I was saying had five gashes on the side of your face and a little my face on your face. Let me see the picture. No, I'm not going to show you the picture yet. I actually don't know if I have. Oh, no, he did give me the pictures. And when I say he, this is where it gets really interesting. Um, My little birdie and little is not really a term I'd use for him, both in stature and pull. And I don't know the whole free world Um, said that you have been to the astral graveyard and returned. I think if we're sitting here without any of our friends in the room, that now would be a great time to tell me about your father. I'll tell you about my father and about the astral graveyard. I think we all have some things we could share. I already told you my dad is gone. Uh Uh-huh. And... Mm -hmm. I thought you might run into that asshole. Oh, we don't need to use names. We're going to we're going to discourse like adults. I'm not surprised that he found you. Well, we're likable people, but he's the reason my father is gone. He didn't mention that little tidbit, and that's not surprising. <laughs> that's not surprising. I get that. But I think what remains here is that the place that Scondrag is at is the same place that you are the only person that he knows has returned from. And I, man, I just really think that holds some weight in us finding him. So I think we all just need to cast our, just everything out on the table, all of our, all of our big personas. And honestly, right now, just get Scondrag back. Cause if not, I'm probably going to walk. I have, I have no reason to be here if I don't have Scondrag. Do you really think I would have just held that information uh, from my analysts who have literally been researching this thing if I didn't have a good reason? Well, I mean, I'm the one out here grinding. Spage and I are out here kicking butt and taking names and losing Scondrag. Maybe that piece of information would have been nice. You know, like, I feel... I feel like you don't think we're part of the team that we're just out here doing the dirty work where everyone in here is just taking all those details and compiling them and making books and stuff. 
We got a key. Good job. Thank you. You've done really well. Wow. That, I mean, Commander. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, you guys hug now. Do you want, do you want to hug? Cause you guys fight all the time. Space, close your eyes. Unbox. (laughs) Do you run up and try and hug him? And I just like hold my arm. Hey, Royce, how you know my mother? Your mother had a place here. What? Yes. What you say? My mother, Blacksmith, she stay in town all the time. If you look around long enough, I think you'll see her handiwork throughout the entire Citadel. Oh, I didn't notice. There are things that look like mother's stuff. Yes. In fact... There's a place here for you as well. Oh, I, I see her in Citadel. Is that my chair? <laughs> I suppose it is. But so, so I run over to the chair and I start spinning around in it. I like, I like my chair. Ooh. I swear, if Scondrags round and it's still yeah. a damn s. <laughs> I hate this podcast so much. <laughs> your room is going to turn your scondrag's room. Hey, look, I can go up and down on it. Oh, 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 oh that's what she said. <laughs> I need a chair like this. Um, I- while Spage is off having the time of his life. While Spage is off having the time of his life, uh, the commander kind of looks over at you and he speaks a little bit softer than he was before. And he says, I apologize that I did not greet you with the respect you deserved after succeeding on this mission. I just had to explain to Cindy why Skondriag wasn't with you. And what did you tell her? I told her I don't have details yet, mm. but when I got them, I would give her a full report. Well, let's bring her in here. I don't think we need to beat around the bush. I'll tell her. Andrea, talk about hot chocolate. I want hot chocolate. There yeah, are, let's talk about over a cup, cup of hot chocolate. If if we are an organization that talks about being in connection and getting details directly to Raphael, people. There are things that we need to talk about that I cannot bring in front of everyone else. All right. Well, let's let's hash it out. I do know a place that has something that might be helpful to get Skondriak back. Okay, we go now. You're not a part of this conversation right now. <laughs> You're still okay, spinning on the chair. With chair. Um. Okay, well, I mean, if the you- reason why I didn't bring this up is I am bound by oaths that I would not speak of this to anyone. And it was almost more important to me than the work I'm doing here that I honored my word. Your word to who? Oh, is that part of the is that part of the, is that part of the oath? She's Oh, important to me. Okay. 
and my son. Oh, you got yourself a honey. Yes. Well, um, top is she's at a place. Oh, oh, that I will just say there's most people don't know. It's it's a place. Is it? We're not talking about the astral graveyard, are we? No, but there's something that could point us to the astral graveyard there. Basically, there's this, well, let's call it an artifact. There's this thing, and and everything I'm telling you right now is breaking my word to the woman I love. There is an artifact that points to, let's just say, points of access to the astral graveyard. And it does so in a rotation. It's a small medallion that looks like a spider. And if you want to find your friend, you're going to need it. Is your wife still there? I'm not going to tell you that. I like, can we find her? Can we bring her back? I'm not going to tell you that. Okay. I mean, you said you loved her. And I mean, if we're going that we can I never said she was my wife. Oh, you got yourself a honey. Okay. Well, that's fine. We don't need to talk about it now. As you say that a red light starts blinking. What's that? Oh, that was here before you hear intruder alert intruder alert. Oh, and no, that's it, where just, we're going it's to just end. It's me, Shvig. I'm going through there. <laughs> just me. And that's where we're going to end this episode. That's a good ending. <laughs> that's a good ending. <laughs>
we've located the artifact that was lost from our expeditions we funded to the Barrens, and in New Haven, we discovered and destroyed yet another one of Famar's blessings. Finally, we received reports uh, that the progress is on schedule in the Kelte Triangle, and, uh, uh, oh, the attendant paused and looked intensely at the sheet he read from. His lips creased. He began to furrow his brow. What troubles you, Kabru? The shadows around the figure became more agitated, spiking and pulsing, cracks shooting down the sides of the throne as his fist tightened around its armrest. Um, it appears, sir, that Orpheliel truly survived the flood that we instigated and really is a member of the New Seekers. And he carries a cane crafted by... His fingers tightened and he winced. By... uh, Crofton. A spark of purple jolted through the room. The arm of the throne shattered and pieces crumbled across the floor. The broken pieces began melting into a black goop as the shadows around the figure's body washed over them. Like inky black slugs, the globs inched their way back into the throne, reforming its arm. Then the shadows slowed their rotation and resumed their slow dances around his body. Finish the report, Kabru. Yes, Lord. Um, After your confrontation with him, he, um, Cryonase Chosen, and the spawn of Tyrmidin, proceeded to destroy the Church of Solon, taking one of the Priondli artifacts and releasing Tyrmidin. <coughs> the man's tongue erupted, and pus poured out of his mouth and down the back of his throat. He fell to his knees, and horror tore across his face as he looked at his hands, or what was left of them. Bones peeked through his flesh as bits of muscles and tendons dripped to the floor in bloody masses. The last thing Kabru saw was the boot that crushed his skull as Basul walked out of the room. Contier, summon Diotok. I'm leaving the astral graveyard for a time. I have things to attend to in the Isles of the Broken Guard. When you are finished, clean your brother's smear from my carpet. He didn't take the time to see the halfling scurry off, continuing his quick stride. So, Mr. G, you finally made your move. Now, it's my turn. 